We are live and we have, well, I have my co-host Leo and we have Kyle with us. Kia ora. Nice. Hi. So we had a bit of a, <laughs> a disaster today. So we did a podcast before this and I forgot to press record on it, <laughs> the audio. So I've got the video of everything, which is going to sound terrible because the audio is terrible on a on the cameras. It was the greatest podcast there ever was. <laughs> was. Except for this episode with Carl. This is going to be the greatest. you'll never hear. Yeah, yeah you'll never hear. Well, you'll hear snippets of it, I guess. So, um, so, like sa- so Sasha was tenacious, a bit done. Tenacious D song. This is the greatest song ever. <laughs> but yeah, In anyway. Good so to have we, you, Carl. We're recording? We're on. We are recording. It's so live. I can, I can say for a fact that we are recording. Fantastic. It says, because it's, there's a button there that says stop recording. So Ah, yeah. that's how <laughs> it And the audio looks all good. The cameras are all working. So we are good to go. And I've got Excellent. my smoothie here. Oh, nice. Good. So nice. Fantastic. We go. What's in that? It's, uh, actually, it's magic mic. Magic mic? No, no. <laughs> magic mic. You don't want to say magic mic in your drink. <laughs> 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 Must be the Channing wife's Tatum protein powder. What? <laughs> it's macro mic. Macro mic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's way better. Okay. Yeah, macro uh, mic. What is that? So thank you, macro mic. Okay. Right. Magic mic was the family should. movie last night. Yeah. Was well, it? Channing Tatum's going to sponsor you either one, but yes. Oh, yeah, that is the Channing Tatum, Tatum one, eh? Uh, is it Tatum? I, I don't know. Totem? Channing Tate, yum. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke of some movie. Too much, Leo. We got Carl here. Why we got Carl here? What am am I doing here? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So today, well, we all started the 75 hard challenge. Uh, I say we all. So there's one less, well, there's one person that's not here, uh, boss, but uh, boss boss had to go somewhere. Miss you, boss. So we will get boss back on. uh, What's 75 hard, sir? So, well, okay, you explain 75. You've got it on your. Oh, I did. I think I lost it. (laughs) I wanted to say who actually invented it. Do you know uh, who invented yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. Actually. No, neither. No, I, I thought jo- John did. <laughs> yeah, I thought, jo- I thought John invented it. Because <laughs> you, you've I done c- it before, haven't you? I have. Right, yeah. so you came with some experience. Yep. Uh, let me see who has actually uh, created it. Give me a second. Dude, All right, so, US, okay, but it? the 75 harder challenges that you've got to do two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. You have to read 10 pages in yes. any... Not any book. I think it has to be a, f- a non-fiction. Non-fiction. I, I, yeah. I just say it doesn't matter. As long as you're reading a book and you're enjoying it, 10 pages. Uh, you have to have some sort of diet. It can be any diet. So mm. it can be an all-meat diet. It can be a low-carb diet. It could be a paleo diet, whatever you want. So you fast choose food. what that is. <laughs> no fast food. days of McDonald's. Ooh, there's a no zero sugar. Yeah. It oh, is zero is it? sugar, right? No, that's no? not rule. Oh, so no that's alcohol. Your, oh, no, no, yeah. 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 I just panicked then. <laughs> back, back to zero. <laughs> I'm sure there's sugar in that chin and tatum. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right Sorry. There. Zero alcohol. Uh, four liters of water, just a little bit, one gallon of water, which is just three point seven liters. Yeah, three point seven yeah, liters of water. Yes. Um, and I'm f- I've f- I feel I'm forgetting I think, something no, else. I think, oh, uh, you take a daily photo of your progress. A oh, daily photo. Yep. But there's something else to do. Uh, Kyle, is there something else? Oh, I'm just trying to uh, get that daily photo. <laughs> processed in my mind because I haven't been doing that. <laughs> oh, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> cool. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Let me see here. Follow a nutrition plan. Yep, we've done that. Complete two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside. Did yep. you say that? Yeah. Drink a gallon of water. Read 10 pages yep. uh, of educational or self-improvement. 
Yours has been UFO books, right? That's been are, UFO they, books are they self-improvement? Yeah. I guess it's all the <laughs> self-improvement. Yeah. Uh, each day take a progress photo. And then, yeah, no alcohol was the one that we were, we were doing. Yeah. And no cheat meals. No cheat meals. That's the one I was yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, no takeaways. Meals. No takeaways. Yeah. No cheat meals. Been zero takeaways. Yeah. Local so bars are going under. So we started. We started that. <laughs> are they calling you? Hey yeah, man. yeah, dude. Where are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got like all these kids. I'm a bit busy, man. What's going on? Twenty days left. I'll be back. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So we started that. What fifty? Yeah, fifty-four, fifty-five days, days ago. Days ago or something. Crazy. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, fifty. It just flies by, well really. Yeah. Um. Yep. Nice. So. Yeah, so I did it first in, I think I did it last year, beginning of last year, and I, it was like a huge benefit. I think it, what, more than it does, or what it does really is puts you into a routine. And that's yeah. all, you know, yeah. when you want to do something, it's just trying to get into a routine to make it your, you know, make it part of your everyday life. And that's what 75 Hard, I find, did, well, I found did with me. It put me into like a bit of a routine. Even when I finished it, I was still continuing as much as I could mm. with it. So I was still doing, you know, still going for runs and um, wasn't keeping such a strict diet. But yeah, I just remember that first burger that I had was just um, like that first carb. Because <laughs> I did it the first time I did it, I did it, uh, I did a low carb vegan diet. Right. So it was, yeah, you know, So and then so doing CrossFit plus jujitsu plus going running with like no carbs whatsoever. Damn, man, and you must have been a skeleton. So I was Ooh. dropping. It's kind of funny though, like when the first month, because I, I was doing it with Boss uh, the first time around, and the first month I didn't drop that much weight at all. Right. It was really like Boss was dropping loads. Yeah. Because you got four kgs of water in you all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I was just, I wasn't dropping it. And then it, it took, a, I'd say, six weeks mm. for it to then start really dropping off. And then I've, I got to about 76, 77. And I was actually starting to get a little bit even lower than that. I think that's just too low for me. Right. So, uh, and, yeah. And why did you do it? Like, why did you want to do a I was just getting fat. Challenge? Oh, you, you thought you were getting fat. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, fat for me. Yeah. No, no, fair yeah. I was probably yeah, at my heaviest. It. I think I was weighing like 84 kgs or something oh. like that. I was starting to get like a little bit of a tummy. I was like, no, no, no. Pure I can't muscle, John. That. That's what it was, mate. Was it? It was pure muscle. Muscle. I wish yeah. it was pure muscle. 84, then, man. Then why did you do it? What was the reason for you to jump on? Because you peer pressuring me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing about you is you came in like on the 12th hour, like out of nowhere. Yeah, like, hey, guys, I'm going to do it. I think that week that we're going to start, we're like, I'm going to do it too. Yeah. yeah, you're like, I'll do it too. Like, what, what do I have to do? I was like, whoa, you came out of nowhere. But yeah. what was your reason? Except oh, for the peer pressure. I think, yeah, probably just to switch things up, eh? Like push the restart button. Yeah. Do do something different. Do something good for my body yes. and mind. Yes. Yeah. I mean, remember Hamish saying because he he's done it too. I'm pretty sure. And he Hamish. Was, yeah. And he okay. was saying he's done um, everything, that man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for the good for the mind. He's like the mental side, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Jump into it. Before doing hard 75, 75 hard, I always get it the wrong way around. I can never say it the right way. We're uh, doing hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 75. You keep drinking your drink, all right? Um, were you someone that went out a lot, ate bad food, drank quite a bit? I think... Were you, um, were you a very healthy person? Yeah, no, my diet's pretty good because the missus is um, pretty strict on, on the kids and and what we eat. 
Um, so you're grouped as one of the kids? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right, okay. Yeah, just eat what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> um, but probably, yeah, just with, with my work culture and things like that, um, there is quite a bit of, you know, long lunches and, you know, client meetings at the pubs and, and things like that, which I always thought, oh, no, you, you just have to do that. And now I've totally proven to myself, actually, no. <laughs> you don't have to at so all. So what happens now when you're at a, one of your work lunches? I am doing the quotation marks for those <laughs> that are listening. <laughs> and uh, you're doing a business deal and he's the, they're rocking up the beers. What do you do now? Well, I've actually um, suggested a lot of breakfast meetings. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are loving it. Um, but also, yeah, you, just, you can have a zero alcohol beer, um, soda water, lime. Like people don't actually care. I think it's easier if, if you say, "Oh, I'm doing this challenge," and then they're like, "Oh, what's that about?" And Do you find yeah. it's a topic of conversation when you bring it up. Yeah, totally, totally. People, um, when you tell people what you're doing, they kind of look at you like you're a bit weird, though. <laughs> like, no. why would you do that? Nothing's changed for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Same old mean. look <laughs> for all of us. We're all weird. That's yeah, why we're all doing jujitsu. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's yeah. So that's interesting. And and, and for you, like uh, this time round, has it been easier? Can I be honest harder? with you? Ooh, yeah, oh yeah, here we go. I think I failed at like day fifteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you and I, the true. Yeah, pure. yeah. We're the, we're the only. Okay, wait, I, I, well, okay, the story. That's the story. Okay, so <laughs> I, I still have been doing doing it mostly. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, kids, it's all right to to do. What and I didn't want to derail you guys because <laughs> yeah. you know. So, um, uh, so what happened was you got vodka in that smoothie, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum, yum with vodka. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So what happened was uh, I think it was, I think it was around day fifteen. 15 or so because I went to Wellington mm. and so I flew d- I, s- I flew down there I think on that day I d- I did I got two exercises in I think it was the day after that woke up went and did a CrossFit session in Wellington then went into a meeting which just it went the entire day uh, yeah. mm. and so I didn't have any time to do and then straight after that we went straight to dinner mm. and, I, and then we were with clients st- I had no yeah. No, excuse but me, guys. Not, I'm just going to do a workout. I've done this excuse once where, like a jiu-jitsu, like if you go to both classes, what's that? Two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours. And, you know, you might go, okay, I need to do 245 minutes, which is 90, 90 minutes. But so I've I've had one or two days where maybe I didn't get the morning exercise, but if I did all the jiu-jitsu and everything else, I'm like, that's more than 90 minutes. So I, in my yeah. mind, I'm like, continue. I is think that, Is that kind of what you did? You're like, oh, I'll just continue. Uh, yeah, I guess. So on that day... I couldn't do, so I could. I just went back to day one basically, but um, I guess it's all about consistency. Mm. And you think about jujitsu, it's all about consistency with what you're doing, right? So it's yeah. Uh, and I think I think the worst thing you can probably do is and and seventy five hard challenges is like that. So you do your seventy five days, um, and then you do really well uh, with that. And then straight afterwards, you then back onto the burgers, back onto all the bad eating, back on the sugar. And then you kind of lose all that momentum that you had over those three months. So I think, I guess what the first time 
because I was very strict on the on the first time I did it. Like I was, you know, everything didn't. And I, and I think if you're at home and you're not traveling, it's easier. Mm. Yeah, because totally. you're kind of in your environment. Well, it takes and out of your routine when you travel. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so even though like you you can try your best to try and do it, but I mean, you know, I would have got probably got home at like ten, eleven o'clock, and then I'd have to, and then. Go for a run, well, go for a run or do something. So how many like walks have you gone at late at night? Oh, mate, I've quite a few. I've done yeah. it in, in the rain. <laughs> I've, I've, I've yeah. seen your photos of me in the rain going, yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm doing the walk at you know 5 a.m. in the rain. This sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, guess, I, I guess for me it, it's more around it's the consistency with it. And even after 75 hards, actually trying to, you know, I still drink four liters of water, fill up my, my Yeti, you know, one. It's a beast, that yeah. thing. Is it a one gallon? Yeah, my one gallon Yeti, you know, container, and I still try and drink that as much as I can uh, during the day, or I'll, I'll I'll polish that off. And then with eating, I've been kind of monitoring my eating, and I don't eat that badly. I think I, sugar is just the the big thing for me. Like if I can just sugar, yeah, yeah, sugar, and eating later in the evening. It's I think if you can cut those two things out. Mm. It, that that makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, just limiting the amount of sugar that you have, and then when you come, you know, I'm, every single time I come back from jujitsu, I come back and I'm hungry. Yeah. So and if I, I so just, what do you do? I, you wait? You're just drinking more water and don't try and eat. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, so yeah. At there, you should be probably drinking more water. Yeah. Or having like a I don't know, like a smoothie or or something yeah. that yeah. that would be much better. Yeah. Than grabbing a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Before or, or after you're talking about? After. Yeah. Training. Yeah. 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 yeah so I've known to stuff my face yeah. after training. Hey? Well, I don't know about Literally. you, but I'd come home, sh- you know, wife would be like, do you want a cup of tea? With a cup of tea, chocolate biscuits. biscuits. Yes. And that starts to become a daily routine. Yes. But you've actually also had a chocolate biscuit at work because we, we stock it up. Our yeah. fridge is stocked up for the staff and there's stuff that we shouldn't buy. But we, it's there, and so you start. Oh, you're the 10, CEO, 30. mate. I've done you're three in emails. I deserve, <laughs> I deserve a, a chocolate biscuit, and then you're like, it's "Oh, it's nice having a chocolate biscuit with your coffee." Yeah, <laughs> mate. I haven't had a chocolate biscuit in about twenty years. Really? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. but what, what was your like go-to thing that you sh- probably shouldn't be having? Was it beer? After, after, oh, whenever? Yeah, no, I'd never have a beer after training or anything like that. It would literally just just food that you just don't need. Yeah. Like I have that protein yogurt that um, with granola in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, walnuts yeah. and stuff. Isn't that so good? actually probably healthy food? That's healthy. But did I actually need it? Right. Because I thought I was in pretty good shape, and you know I'm, I'm naturally a pretty skinny guy. You but are, but doing noticed, the 75, noticed, I'm like, oh, actually, there was quite a bit of fat. But you <laughs> have slimmed down loads. Yeah, so I noticed he walked in. I know. One of the, yeah, one of the days I know. Into the club I actually and I was don't like, want to lose any more weight. You can't. I've lost three kgs and I've lost four percentage off my my body, body fat, fat. Wow! According to my crappy scales, but I don't want to lose any more weight. Right. But I would like to lose more fat. So yes. I'm like, man, how do you do that when you're 42? Mm. We need those roids. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me good. I was going to say, it's uh, the way you could do it is by having water at your house that looks like foam's coming out of the tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you like to yeah. explain that? Uh, not really. But if anyone's a tank expert out there, you can give me a call. <laughs> what did you? What, what have you accidentally done? 
wet and forget in our tanks. So they don't mention that on the ads. <laughs> no, no, that it's gonna. It's all perfect <laughs> on the ads, you know. They say disconnect your tanks before applying, which I thought I had, but yes. I thought wrong. So. And so now you got wet and forget coming through. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to have a shower at your house tonight, Liam. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Aren't the whole family's coming shower. around. <laughs> Seven o'clock shower <laughs> time. <laughs> you can have a shower in my house. You're not doing what he just said. Right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 45 sure minutes shower. something out on the, on the floor. <laughs> the, the 75 heart is an exercise thing, okay? It's not, it's not something else. Let's keep it clean, boys. Oh, God. Um, right. So you've lost uh, three kgs. Yeah. 4% body fat. Yeah, about three kgs. Do you think you've lost any weight? Uh, probably maintain. I probably have lost a... About a kg or so, yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm sitting around 80, 79, 80. 79, 80s. Yeah, yeah, 80. That's that's definitely what I want to hit. I wish Boss was here because he would tell you he was dropping big time, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was doing yeah, really well. Sure. I think is it? Do we think it's more than nine kgs now or eight kgs? Oh, it must be. He's definitely looking good. Yeah, he's looking great. So the yeah. the thing works. This this whatever this thing is, seventy five hard. It uh, it does well and it does work. And for you. Um, I'll tell you a little story, John, that I probably shouldn't tell you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know that tournament that you set up? Yes. You know how 88 kgs was one of the brackets? Mm. Yeah, I walked into that one at 90. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if there's weigh-ins today, I'm going to go up a class. And then I don't know if you did weigh-ins or I somehow missed the scales. Uh, I was definitely fighting at 90 kgs. And so now I'm down to 84 and a half. Oh, that's very good. So, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, but I've I've stabilized the last two weeks. I've I'm just bouncing between eighty four and a half and eighty five, and so now I'm like, okay, I either have to take it another step of getting really serious with the food I'm eating because that's I've stuck to a diet, but I'm not like, oh, I got to measure this. I gotta, no, I, gotta I don't think you this. need to do. Yeah, I, I've yeah. just maybe my portions could be a bit smaller or something because I'm definitely doing the two workouts every day. I find that the easiest part. The yeah, you've been part killing it, is, man. Is killing drinking it. this four liters of water? It's yeah, it's actually remembering bike. to do it. Like, you know, how many times have you forgotten to drink a whole bunch of water, and then it's like four o'clock, and you're like, I've got another three liters to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's changing our lifestyle. Like, if I want to drive from town to back to my office, yeah, I'm like, I need to make sure I've gone to the bathroom, <laughs> or if not, because I've had two or three incidents in traffic. Because Auckland's beautiful with its traffic, I'm like, I'm gonna pee in this bottle. Like, <laughs> I don't know where else I'm going to pee. Like, where can I pee? I'm stuck on the motorway. Like, yeah. yeah. I know. I've been next to the, I've just parked next to the motorway, gone around the corner and just, you know, <laughs> did it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing you gave me the first advice. You're like, just pee in the bushes, bro. Just pee in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I was like, I was going for a run this morning. And I need to pee. Just pee in the bushes. <laughs> um, you, you said that you've got like a spider senses that you know we're like, toilets are around I, you I think that, body uh, yeah what i'm saying is my body almost uh, it it realizes where i am so i'm not thinking about it at all but i'll go down to botany and i'll be like you need to go to the toilet now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to like download a toilet app that just picks <laughs> up where you are I and then you tells you, so you I, yeah so i don't feel like i need to go to the, go to the toilet and then as soon as i start getting into the vicinity it's i start going hmm, hmm. Maybe I can. Need a, you might need, need, need to, to uh, <laughs> you know, uh, go to the toilet. Uh, okay. I was in an important meeting and I had to leave three times. 
Three times. Yeah. Three times. That's when I knew. Man. I was like, oh, yes. that happens to me all the time. <laughs> That's because <laughs> you rush the first one. You're like, oh, I've got to get back in the meeting. If you just calm down, do some breathing techniques. Right, I've got to let it all flow <laughs> yeah, out. Do you think I was stopping out. at midstream and yeah, going back yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, rushing back in. I think the worst is when you're in a meeting and you're like underneath the, the chair going, tapping your foot, tapping your foot, tapping your foot. And then eventually you're just going, just stop this meeting, Derek. <laughs> Ah. Is there a point to this meeting? Because I need to pee. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> no, I, so I, I, I'm quite honest with everyone now. I just go. I need to go to toilet. I'm sorry. They must be like drinking four liters of water. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you say you're drinking the four liters of water, people might understand. But yeah, I have to figure out when to drink that water. Yeah. And I have to look at my calendar and go too many meetings, so not now. But then straight mm-hmm. after that. And the worst part, I don't know if you've done this. <laughs> I started doing it like, oh, I still got, you know, let's say half a litre to go and it's 10 o'clock at night and I'll oh, jug oh. it back and then I go to sleep. And on the hour, every hour, you're getting up to pee. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. Is it can not, affect your sleep a little not, bit. Yeah. Eh? So you got to time it. Yeah, That's you probably do. the hardest one. The I don't know read, if that's for you. Uh, you re- reading for me is the one I've been called out a number of times, mainly in the weekend because the, the kids take up so much of your time. Um, and I'll be like, oh. No, it's like nine thirty at night, and I haven't read one page. And then you got to try and stay awake to read ten pages. Isn't it weird? Like, I, all these people who are bookworms and they just read and read and read, like they don't get tired. Like I start reading a book, and I, like I'm <laughs> just sort of like nodding down. You know, does that happen to you, to you guys? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. So how it do these does, people like read these does. books like day in day out, like for hours on end, and just? Because they're bookworms, they're time. smart, and they're probably retired at 30 years of age, and they can just sit at home and read a book. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I fall asleep all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of books, um, are aliens real, John? Or? Yes. They are? Yeah. Okay. This book I'm reading now, so the first book I read uh, on the you know on the challenge was the a Witness to Roswell. So it looked at the couple days before the event, and then on the day and then the few days afterwards. I didn't really know much. I knew that something happened in Ros- Roswell and they said it was this flying saucer or whatever never. else. But never knew. <laughs> well, eh? A weather balloon, whatever it was. It was What's a weather it? balloon. It was just a weather yeah, balloon. Yeah, it was just a weather balloon, but there was like, you know, military there for days and days and on end. So it's a lot for just a weather balloon. But it was really interesting just reading about the, the, the people who are there on the ranch, you know, all the... Yeah, the people in the military, the people in the town, like all the stuff. And so after I read that, I was like, mm, that's very, that's quite interesting. Do you want to go to, have you been out there? I'd actually love to go now. Yeah, I'd love to go. Yeah. You should have been part of that group that was going to charge Area 51. Did you, do you, do you know about this? I remember something about that. So there, it was a Facebook group and it's like, they can't stop us if we all go. And oh, like yes 1.5 million people said, yes, we will be there. Oh, <laughs> and man. then two people turned up. Yeah, on the day, I can't remember what it was. On the day, there was just like a couple of hundred. And, <laughs> oh. and like, the reporters were there, Typical. like CNN and all that. Are there. Oh, they're like, these people are like, oh, we're going to do it. But yeah, I think. <laughs> but we don't want to get shot. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. don't want to get shot. But exactly. Like, nothing happened. No, but it's. I think the one of those... What was quite amazing with it is the all the people are pretty much dead now. Like the first, you know, the the, the first uh, case witnesses, right? Because it's like seventy over seventy years ago now oh, was gonna, of it happening. I so I mean, these guys, and these guys were like in their forties, fifties, already. So they're all dead now. And even so, you're kind of hearing these stories now from the from the children or the or the grandchildren mm. uh, of of these guys. So that uh, during. This book that I read, like the, it's been 
uh, it's been over th- 35 years or so that they, it took them to actually create this book. Uh, and they've republished some of it over, over the years of, of more people have come forward to give more interviews. But it's just there's too many, even now, like with the, you know, with the, the, the hearings, the Senate hearings that are happening with a lot of these whistleblowers that are coming forward to tell their stories. You read the stuff that was that they've mentioned in Roswell, like about the, the craft and what they found and, and all that sort of stuff. And then you start reading about, you know, these whistle you hear about these whistleblowers, then you listen to Bob Lazar and like what he's saying about all the stuff that he went through and like S Ford and Roswell. It's just too many people it's too much with stuff, too many it? of the same stories and and mentioning the same technology. So and with this Roswell this this Roswell incident, the guys I mean they had this massive like a, like eighteen wheeler or whatever it is, like the military like just come straight through the town. Not going through the outskirts or whatever. They went straight through the middle of Roswell to the to the base and then you know, tucked it into like a, a shed over there. And some of these, uh, a lot of the, the beings that were, they were there that were found, I think what really struck me was, is I read uh, something, uh, that's the same, the Moment of Contact yes, documentary yes. we were talking about, uh, I think is uh, Virginia. Yeah. Where they had the, where there was a, a UFO. Cra- have, you, have you heard about that? Was it the recent or something? Eh? No, no, no. So this happened the in the 19... Docker, the Docker came documentary. Oh, it yeah. in 1996, I think. No, 93 or something oh, around about there. Yeah. I'm not 96 or 93. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast is slowly going to turn into a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so what happened was this guy... So this there was a crash in, in Brazil, in Virginia. I think I hope I'm saying that name right. Well, some Brazilians can come to you. Oh, you know Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so this guy basically, they f- basically this alien was walking. Well, they found this alien in town. These two, these girls, and so they were walking just down this alleyway. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> oh, there's there's some things I'm going to tell you now, and this is like some of the stuff you're going to see. It changed was my life forever. It was, it was having it was having one of John's drinks. Yeah. So there was a there was Imagine a crash. So there was a crash, okay? This guy witnessed this crash, then got chased away by the military. And then days later, seven days later, these two girls were walking down an alleyway and they saw this alien. And it was crouching down and it turned towards them and they were like, what is this thing? They thought it was a demon and they ran away. And then they went back again to try and figure out like what this, do you see what it, you know, what it was? And they caught this thing. To and not the girls. Not to the girls, to but the military. Police, so the military officers. Also. The military caught caught this alien and the guy that actually caught it died like two, three days later from an infection. Which was unknown. <laughs> Look at your face. Time, yeah? <laughs> you saw him to go watch but, it. Okay. But you know what's weird about it? So this happened and so this incident happened. Okay. And one of the things that this the, these ladies said was is the smell of this alien. They said it was like you couldn't even when they when they took this to the ho- like took it to the hospital, they had to close down like uh, a mm. part of the hospital because it had stank so much. They just couldn't get the smell out. And they when they were in the vicinity there, they just said they just couldn't get the smell out. This this alien. The so alien hadn't washed its skin. They for don't a long have Rexona in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their Rexona smells a bit different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, so this Roswell, the reason why, so this Roswell book that I got, like I just got it out from the Botany Library and I just turned, you know, like when you just look at a book and I'm like, oh, what's this thing? Turn to a page. So I turned to this page. This page that I turned to 
one of the first sentences that I read there was this guy, um, Mac Brazil, Brazil or whatever his name was, the guy who was on the ranch who found the, the, the UFO, said that he couldn't handle the smell of these the aliens. That was the first right. sentence. So there's some connection there. And I was like, that, that, that's when I took the book out and I wanted to read it. Damn. You took that out from the library. I wonder now that you scanned it in the QR code, they know they got this John Mallows, his UFO guy. This all goes back to the FBI like this guy. This guy's getting too close to the truth. This guy in the right eye. There's some connection there. So then, okay, this is going to be even more more freaky. So then uh, when I was, that day, you know the day that I failed my 75 heart challenge? So I was was there sitting at the airport. You're not going to blame it on aliens, are you? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a good excuse. <laughs> it's the aliens. It's the aliens as well. He didn't finish it. Anyway, yes, but Joe Rogan, yes, uh, on Twitter, basically messaged and said, "This is this is going to take you down a rabbit hole." And I was like, "Okay, what's what's this?" No, good. So I clicked on it. It's this guy on Reddit who apparently worked at one of these facilities that had one of these aliens, and he and he did the autopsy right on them. And he went into massive detail of like how, what is made up, like the anatomy and stuff like that. So they called the ones that was they saw in Virginia and the ones that in Roswell, they call those the greys, the grey um, um, aliens. Those are the ones that we used to, like with the big eyes and the heads and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, the smell thing comes from what they're saying is part of their anatomy is they... You know, like how when we sweat, like when we're mm. running and we sweat and stuff like that, and we, you know, we've got like, you know, we go, we drink four liters of water and then we go to the toilet and we, you know, empty ourselves. Right. They don't have that. Oh. So all their secretions and stuff like that come through like their skin, but there's a layer on top of that skin that basically like protect, you know, protects, like you don't, you don't have that smell. It just kind of gets absorbed through the oh. atmosphere or whatever it is. So that's one of they saying. So then I went back to what they were saying with the the crash and whatever. So if you think about it, if you if they get cut or anything like that, then all the basically like right. all these secretions and stuff come. That's why you get that, that smell. terrible smell. Huh. Yeah. And they said it smells like 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 ammonia or like yes, uh, formaldehyde type like of like we yeah. didn't forget in your tank water. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a freaking alien in there <laughs> to have a look. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice little house. <laughs> Bathing in your tank. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But there you go, yeah. Whew. Man, that's So that's crazy. a bit of a rabbit hole, isn't it? I'm going to yeah. bring but that. I, but the thing, <laughs> so just coming back to this, that that's, but then you had those Senate hearings that have like came in and they're talking about all the like the, all this technology a lot of these, these companies have at the moment, which could solve our energy crisis and whatever. So it's like I think there's so there's so many more people that are coming out. Yes, and they've got all these different stories. And probably the big one for me is like I don't really care about the. Uh, I mean, the alien stuff is all cool and all that, but it's more the technology. It's like these these companies like if they've got these anti gravity like UFOs that is like can basically just take you out to space and back. And we've got Elon Musk there with his freaking rockets going up and coming back down, and we think that's amazing. Mm. Like that's just old technology if you think about it. Mm. And th- the amount of energy that you need in order to actually, you know, uh, 
that it uses to you know get these cars up and round or whatever yeah. else. I mean, that could like all the our nuclear energy, all that sort of stuff, like oil. We don't need all that stuff anymore. No. So that's more the, and that's what the they this bill that's that they're trying to pass in the Senate is to basically force these these companies oh, I don't to. Know that. If Adapt they've got any technology, technology that's got that's <laughs> kind of UFO alien technology that they need to disclose it. But the thing is like I don't think anything will come of it because it's if you're really the big the big powerhouses of the world and uh you let's say you you run the oil in the world and uh, you do have new technology that could replace that and it would be better for everybody but you wouldn't make as much money. Oh, they wouldn't make any money at all. Yeah. That's, that's not, the whole they're point. They're not going to release it. No. They'll be like, oh, no, no. It's like the um the diamonds. They're not the scarce product. It's all been held by certain families in South Africa and stuff. That and then we've been made to believe that a diamond costs a lot, and we should you know spend a lot of money to put it on our partner's finger. But actually, there's a truckload of them. They're all locked up in vaults. So there you go. Same sort of concept. Yeah. Different. Just different. Yeah. <laughs> But there you go. Man, it's like, crazy. Oh, I think I've like rocked your world today. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, go <laughs> home and <laughs> tell the missus. Go home now. There's aliens in our tank. No, what you're thinking is, I thought I came in for a Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> podcast <laughs> and I walked out with <laughs> a UFO podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I could be sitting next to two aliens right now. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Let me bring back the smell to a question to you. Do you wash your gi? Do I smell? <laughs> do, you, do you wash your gi? I do wash my gear. After every roll? Uh, yes. Oh, good. Yep. Do you wash your belt? Never. <laughs> <laughs> so See, we all went through that it same thing. It stays in my car. It literally stays in my car. I, I figure, you, it, meetings. you know, especially in summer, the sun will come in and he uses to whip himself. Cook, cook anything, yeah. I <laughs> don't know. It's just so I'll so forget it. it was, it's a good question because we were asking it before if anyone here does actually wash their belt. And I said in about three years, I've, I think I've only washed it twice. Yeah, I prob- probably the same. I might have... I, no, I don't think I've ever washed my blue belt. I think when I was white belt, I used to wash it with the gi. Were you trying um, to... With what colour was your Trying to tint gi? it. Yeah, what colour was your yeah, gi? Black. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> my wife has turned one pink. <laughs> <laughs> has turned one pink. Just used to shove it, you know, just used to, by mistake, shove it in there with his blue gi. His blue gi. Actually, let's talk about your blue belt. Let's talk about your journey. Like, what got you into jiu-jitsu... Wow, man! To get into the blue belt, we haven't had a blue belt on the show yet. No, we haven't yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. came welcome. across it. By, welcome by welcome to the show after all that UFO <laughs> stuff. <Yeah. welcome. laughs> no, I think wow, I fell fell into it. I had no idea really what it was about at all, um, but I knew I was getting middle aged, overweight, and sitting at a desk all day. So I was like, right, I want to go learn a martial art. But I was like, I want to go learn something that actually might be useful if somebody tries to kick my ass. Oh. Are you so, going to fight a lot? No, okay. not at all. <laughs> so probably no need for it. Is this a couple of years ago? Or are you talking 10 years ago? Uh, what what about are we talking four, about? Four or five years ago okay. now um, when yeah. you throw COVID in. Um, so, yeah, started um, under Polo out in Ceriso, um, which is now Alliance, I understand. Um, and that was intense, man. That's a pretty phenomenal sports j- jiu-jitsu right. school like um and yeah they train hard man like <laughs> they 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 they, they want to go all the way they yeah, want to they yeah. get pretty Pre- pro pretty much spent what two two years there getting my ass kicked what was day one like Badly. do you remember <laughs> um 
Yeah, I think it was like shrimping, and I managed to figure that out pretty quick. And I think Paula was like, are you sure you haven't trained before? And I was like, nope. <laughs> you just wanted a sparring partner. Yeah, but you look yeah. like you're good. Come yeah. here. Yeah, I'm going to rip your arms off. Pretty humbling, though. Like, when you when you do start rolling, you're just like, oh, my God. This this sucks. I'm, you know, getting owned here. Um but then it becomes an addiction, eh? It, uh, well, yes, actually. I've got a question for you afterwards about if it is an addiction. <laughs> um, so your journey from white belt to blue belt, is that overnight? The nah. two years, the four years we're talking about? How, how did that happen? No, nah, well, it was probably, yeah, two two years, I think it took me. Um, and I, are you training twice a week? Three three times a week I was training there. pretty good to get yeah, to blue belt. Yeah, three times a week. Um, yeah. But it was slowly killing me. <laughs> okay. In what way? Just the body. Okay. A dislocated thumb, broken dislocated rib. Dislocated thumb? Broken <laughs> yeah. rib? I like Broken this. rib. What else you got? And, oh, mate, I was just exhausted. Like, it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5.30 a.m. And oh. the Fridays was like an hour and a half to two hours of straight rolling. Like you went in, you did a warm-up, and then you just rolled. Um, and Paolo wouldn't let you sit out much. Like if you, you know, I'd normally crawl off the mats nearly I try and do dead that. and dying. I it, sneak off the mats yeah. from time to time, but yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he'd let you sit next to him and chat away for a bit and then he'd just get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what you were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty intense. It was probably a real good crash course of, of jiu-jitsu, but... Because you were doing like the early morning classes, hey? Yeah, yeah, five, five. Oh, I'm That's sure pretty. It was I mean, I must, was I must say, for those guys yeah. to, to open up their gym at like six o'clock in the morning, that's pretty, pretty good going. Yeah, well, well he does it for gym. a living. That's that's his uh, main. If we had thing, our own you know? spot, I think we probably would, you know, but we <laughs> just we just limited to like what we, like what hours we have. Yeah, us we probably would, you know. Carl, you can't mm. live at your house anymore. I mean, you got no more water. Why don't we change that into the big gym and we'll open it <laughs> all day? We could just yeah. make your house the gym. Yeah, yeah. you could turn just the garage out. into it, deck it out. We need yeah. more than the garage, but I like yeah, we do. Eh, school's yeah. grown a lot, isn't it? And so you did grading. You got your stripes through grading, or were you given some at random? Yeah, no, I went from um, third stripe white belt to to blue belt. Yeah. How does that happen? Like oh, that just yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, just um, you're that good. Well, we had we had the um, the grading, which was pretty pretty intense, um, and then just rolled for like an hour after you showed the things, and just literally got owned by the black belts and the brown belts. And what I think what Polo was looking for is that you weren't panicking and spazzing out like a. Like, like a, a new white belt. White belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you could sort of stay calm and have some idea of what not to do and to try and get out of trouble. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, it was cool. It was, uh, I remember getting it and driving home thinking, cool, man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm like, a blue belt. Yeah, I'm a blue so belt. You, did you get your blue belt in the morning? Like when you went to your no, normal morning evening, session? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all okay. grading was always at night and, and everyone was, you, you just expected the whole um, club would turn up. Okay. Even if you weren't grading. Um, and you had to wear a white gi. Yeah, no, no really? black, yep. Why is yeah. that? White gi, just tradition, I yeah. think. It's kind of, yeah. it's funny you say that because I was talking to, uh, to Bear, uh, so that's trained down, this is an uh, Australian guy, uh, runs uh, Bear, Bear Cave. 
uh, jiu-jitsu. And I was sharing a hotel room, uh, you know, not, you know, not, nothing untowards with, with all of that. And <laughs> uh, he was saying to me, like, we were just talking about cl- our clubs and, you know, what he does and what we're doing. And he said that he never, he he only wanted to wear a, a black gi once he had a black belt. Mm. Ah, so yes. he went through the, yep. whole, <coughs> the yep. whole way just with a white and uh, blue gi. And then only when he was a black belt, he... Do you know I'm, I've thought of the same thing? Really? And so that's why I don't have a black gi. I'm like, you shouldn't wear a black gi until you deserve that's that I've that never color. ever crossed my mind at all. Like I just got all types of gis when I was... First gi I bought was white because of tradition. First gi I wore to your club was white because I didn't know when I walked in. Yeah. If I've, I rock in with my blue one that you guys are like, we don't wear colours here, mate. Who's yeah. this guy? And so I walked <laughs> in with my white one and I was the only one with a white one. Everyone's got... Like pink, yeah. There's greys in there now. Like, yeah. Well, my like blue gay is actually more purple. Yes. I think it's just the storm storm thing because I noticed <laughs> Ford, Ford's got the same <laughs> gay and it's gone purple instead of blue. He's trying but to tell us something. Yeah. <laughs> purple, purple belt. Purple, mate. That's there where it's go. at. But um, yeah, it? yeah. Now you blue belt, two more. stripes. Yeah, two stripes there and. It looks like they've been through the wash because they're starting to fall off. Maybe it's trying to tell me something. <laughs> it means you just need another stripe. Demoted, yeah. Are you? Uh, where do you want to go with jiu-jitsu now? Are you looking to do some tournaments? You just want to keep it as a fitness thing? Um, yeah, I don't, competing. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I think I, prob- I probably will compete once I, I sort my knee out because I don't want to compete. Mm. If yeah. that makes sense. Oh, like I, I've never really had an interest in it. And I, I think that's probably because most of the guys that came back from Ceriso, <laughs> nine times out of ten came back with an injury. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what, yeah. I've got the kids, I've got work, I've, I just don't need that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but n- now I'm like, just because I don't really want to, I think I have to. Mm. Um but also, I need to get my confidence back in my body, like with my knee and stuff. Your knee is really, really screwed at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well, the biggest thing is is getting off the ground to standing or standing to the ground, which is quite bloody crucial for <laughs> jiu-jitsu. But it hurts, right? Yeah. And it hurts being on your knee as well? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, kneeling on my knee. But, the, the we- mate, I went for a 3.5K run last night. Just I wasn't trying to break any records or anything but because i'm not putting my knee in that 90 degrees mm. like it was a bit funny the meniscus was is a bit funny today but it didn't hurt on that run but as soon as i try and kneel down to get on the floor like nah what yeah. if you got something that's very close to what lachlan had which is oh he told me what it, what it is but it's basically this little sponge part of your in your on your knee or in your knee yeah, yeah. and when that goes it's like i think matt perkins had this as well and when you kneel down it, it's sore mm. like it's very painful yep. yeah well that's what it what it is eh? yeah like, but it's, but yeah. you've got uh, might be that but it's also other stuff that you have like i know your your meniscus is gone or yeah, yeah yeah if i turn certain ways it, it it can catch and that's really painful like someone shoved a knife in there yeah. but but the most de- Debilitating thing for 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 training is is the getting up and down like so I think I mean I'll I'll probably roll on on Tuesday and Thursday but I I won't stand up I'll start sitting down 
And I probably won't expect <laughs> to do very well. Or some of those, <laughs> some of those roles on a Tuesday, Thursday night sometimes can feel like a competition. Like it's uh, depending on who your partner is, and depending if so you tell them, like you tell them you want to go hundred percent, it can get there. I know you always tell us to roll nicely and not go insane, and we try. Well, you learn quicker that way, don't you? But it just uh, doesn't happen. Eh? <laughs> I think it's hard when we do because a lot of a lot of stuff we also do is positional draws. So with those, you in like very specific positions mm. and then you know which might be i don't know back control and it's like okay get out of back control and you've got to try and keep and trying to maintain back control that's that takes a lot of effort mm-hmm. and a lot of especially it actually is quite hard on your knees too yeah so it's just yeah i guess those are quite and i think that's where ollie um hurts himself a little because when we were doing those those k-guard positional drills and then you know him putting a lot of pressure on his his ribs and whatever so i don't know i think we're all just getting old so yeah it's just, i think uh, that's half my problem it's just reality but, yeah <laughs> it's just re- i think we were having this discussion with with session is actually just recognizing that you aren't twenty on your 20s anymore yeah that you know that you do have to as you're getting as you get older and especially like jiu-jitsu over 40 you have to change your game like is you just you know you're just not going to have the um, explosiveness, explosiveness of what like a, you know, a young person what? would have. Yeah. So, uh, how old were you when you ca- started it? Four years ago, you said. Yeah, yeah, probably four or five years ago, because there was that what 16, almost two months? year break. Yeah. With yeah, with, with the COVID. lockdowns and all yeah. that rubbish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, I was thirty-eight, maybe thirty-seven, yeah. thirty-eight. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I was similar. Yeah. And I think I've come in thinking I'm twenty. And yeah. I'm not. And I got to stop thinking that I can do things because, yeah, I watch the young guys on the mat. I'm like, <laughs> but I think the great oh, thing man, is, I yeah. think as you get more experience in jujitsu, then you can, you can, you can play a, you know, like a half guard game or a game that's not as um, athletic, but you can still achieve what you want to achieve. So it's just, it's just different, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's hard when you're at white belt and you've got to try because you're just trying to survive the whole time. Yes. Well, that's what I, I feel like a lot of the time, eh? It's like, I know my mind is like, just pop up and get around that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it doesn't Mind doesn't plays happen. tricks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I, I tell you what, it would be a hell of a lot easier if you're like purple belt or brown belt in your 40s. Because <laughs> at least you can rely on your technique. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've thought about that. Yeah. But you you eventually do get to that, le- you know, that level. Yeah. And I think it's like just keep turning up, eh? It is keep turning Cause up. Because I yeah. remember, remember that at Ceriso, I was like, People just drop like flies, man. Yeah. Like they did have a very intense, like the classes were ridiculous in terms, like the warm-up was a thousand reps or something. You'll stand in a line and you have a turn calling out an exercise like squats or push-ups or whatever and you have to do a hundred of them. Whoa. And you call out in tens, everyone, uh, one person calls it out and when you get to ten, everyone's ten and then twenty. 30 up to 100 and then on to the next one until you've done a 1,000. Each start of each training? Yep. Well, John. And then then, then you start. And it's like, so it was pretty intense. I think a lot of people walked out because they're just like, nah, man, I can't, I can't keep up with that. Fair enough. Um, and then the rolling was pretty hard. And I think that weeded out a lot of people as well. It, um, it comes down to, and this, this is a topic of, of club culture. Mm. And yes, it comes from the top down, like, you know, like a corporate 
job, like who are the people at the top and what is the culture that you want. So I'm guessing he wanted a strong, like very mental tough club and that's what they were doing. Where I think Mellow's Jiu-Jitsu is, is more, hey, come in, have some fun. If you want to compete, we can take up the tempo, but you know, mm. chill out if you want to chill out. Mm. Um, yeah, possibly a bit more accessible to you know someone starting out that doesn't have the level of fitness or true or, yeah. or whatever yeah like yeah I mean no P- Paolo is awesome he's um you know very encouraging and all that side of things you but gotta he, say that. he might listen to this podcast push 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 yeah true <laughs> well I need to go back there and and see him but right I'm like he'll just want to probably roll with me for twenty minutes straight and just break me <laughs> see, see, see what you've been up to i don't yeah. I honestly don't think that there's any right or wrong like so uh, there's just some clubs that are more comp- competition focused there's others that are you know like it's wrestlers where they want to you know they just want more their roles are more intense and just more t- i don't think there's any right or wrong i just nah. think they i think nah. what i think where there needs to be consistency across all clubs is that in terms of uh, promotions that those you know people need to be you know they need to put their time in. I always you know we always go on about it. It's just you know you need to you need to put the time on the mat uh, to in order to progress. And for some people that's going to be a lot quicker, especially if you're doing more sessions and yeah, turning up um, all the time. Eh? And then others it'll just be you know you'll be at more of a consistent pace and a little bit slower, but you know eventually eventually you'll you know you all get there. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's me now, like like doing jujitsu in, in my forties, I'm like I don't really care about the bouts or the stripes or anything. I just wanna turn up. And if I can't turn up twice that week or even at all that week, as long as I get back on the horse as soon as possible and keep coming, I think is is a goal for me. Mm. Yeah, no, it's good. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Well said. What have you got there on your screen? I um I I had a question. I, I thought we could do uh, something where we say uh, ask the coach a question. Oh okay. So uh, I think I think we we agree you're the coach in this room. Right. Uh, we can then hand it over to our special guest Carl afterwards. So the this comes from the uh, BJJ Reddit forum, and the, the question goes: Are you really training three times a day? And it says so. From what I've read on here, quite a few of you are doing classes in the morning, in noon, and in the evening. And you're not even professional. I'm sorry, but that does not sound like a hobby. This sounds like an unhealthy addiction. <laughs> sounds like someone's jealous. So Yes, I was trying to read it in that tone. Hang on, three, so three you, times a day. Three times a day. So the question for you, we'll come to you in a second. The question to you, John, is, uh, is it an unhealthy addiction to be training three times a day at Brazilian no. Jiu-Jitsu? No. Oh, I like a bit more than that, please. Just do what you want. <laughs> I mean, if you can cope, if you can, you know, if you can cope with it and your body can take it, then yes. yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. Is jiu-jitsu addicting? Ad- addictive? Yeah, I think it is. It's um it depends on your personality totally. Like if you're you a little like little bit competitive and you know <laughs> like, you like if to you be get choked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you well if you do get choked out, you're either like oh no, I suck or how did that happen? Mm. That's not going to happen next week. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. uh, you know, so you do want to come back, I reckon. I yeah. think that's how it I think it's, uh, sucks you in. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a good one because uh, Hunter was saying this to me, I think it was last week or the week before, because he was, he was doing a really good uh, 
pass, like mm-hmm. close guy pass. Uh, not putting his hand on the on the mat to get, you know, as soon as you do that, you can get triangled. And he, he did it with me, like really good pressure and got past. And I was like, oh, you know, well done. He's like, yeah, he says, yeah, Adam, Adam was triangle, you know, doing triangles on me all the time. So, yeah, that taught he me learned. just to make sure that my nice. hand is in the right place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So how so you I think learn. you learn. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's unhealthy to train three times a day? If you could, if you had no mortgage, you are set for life, would you train three day, three times a day? Probably not. <laughs> I'd probably do two. I would do two. Like doing the 75 hard has proved to me that all those days where I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a bit tired. Yes. So literally just been a lazy bum. Yes. Like <laughs> there's really no excuse. All that yeah. really just takes is planning. That's yeah. all it is. Like, yeah. you know, and if you just can plan your, you know, plan your days. Like when even though, I, you know, I missed the, that day, that 75 hard day, is, I still planned like as best I could. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go to that six o'clock uh, uh, CrossFit session. Then I'll get at lunch. I'll quickly go out and just do like a 45-minute walk or whatever it is. But yeah. Got your meals ready. Yeah. Got your water ready. Yeah, absolutely. I was yeah making lunches uh, on the weekend for the Monday to about Thursday. You get it all prepped up and it's that routine that you said. It is mental toughness. Mm. We were lazy people. We were definitely lazy. Yep. And now two 45-minute workouts doesn't seem like such a big thing for me in, in, in the day. You're doing really amazing though. So you do you go in the morning because at first you wanted to come to Fortis to do some of the CrossFit I stuff. I did, but I had, I've got knee problems too and I saw how much you guys were like squatting and lifting. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> and yeah. My knee's just going to go... Yeah. yeah, and so then I changed it, and I went to all fitness, so I could start doing the spin classes, uh, which is good, good sweat. And you've been loving those classes, like you really enjoy them, eh? Yeah, I enjoy all their their classes they do. Um, but yeah, and then jujitsu, of course. Yeah, that's the that's the good stuff. Um, and then if 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 like you said, if there's a situation where you just can't make it to anything, I walk, and I walk the dog, and there's been like one a.m. walks. Like, cause oh, like by the time like you said, you get home, you've done this, you've done that, you got to do some emails. No, I feel really bad. I should have just gone out and that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, like a nut. Sometimes I'm wondering, like I'm walking at midnight. I'm like, is anyone like going? Why is this guy out on the street at midnight? Like it's 75 hard. Like, yeah, you just, yeah, just yeah, the cops. Uh, oh, boss cop, the boss cop over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Why are you walking in the rain? Oh, I'm doing this thing called 75 hard, and they're like, off you go. Yeah, yeah, like you actually cannot get arrested if you're doing 75 hard. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that a true fact? <laughs> Disclaimer on this podcast. There we go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, look, I've loved it, John, so I'm thankful that I think you are the one that told me about it. I'm sure you're the one like you do 75 hard. So um, I'm thinking when this one's done, a, like a one week break or less. Mm. I think I got to go to Sydney. I think I'm going to have one glass of wine and then I'm coming back onto another 75 yeah. hard. Yeah. You're going to do another I'm 75. Because think I've been just thinking change about some that. Rules. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do one together? Well, make your own one. Well, yeah. <laughs> like it's okay if you don't drink 3.7 liters and pee half of your organs out. <laughs> like uh, if you want to do one together. Yeah. Well, I've been, I have been thinking, well, you know, this is cool because it, it's you know exactly what you're doing, and then yeah. after that, you can just go into oblivion. Yeah, I'm like, how do I want to have um, my lifestyle to be moving forward? And yes. I'm like, maybe like do one month at a time and fine tune stuff or try yeah. different things, like yeah. switch the diet up. Or because heaps of people are like, oh, as soon as you come off the 75 hard, you're gonna like 
go out and drink. I'm like, actually, that's the least thing I want to do. I yeah, think I think yeah. I don't want to touch that alcohol. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that's what I'm saying. I think it puts you into a routine, and hopefully, it you main you try and carry on with that routine yeah, as yeah, as you go. You know, yeah. I th- and it's funny. Like another lady, uh, uh, Sharon at, cr- at CrossFit, like she she told me told me the other day, like she's not doing 75 hard, but she did like dry July. Yes, and so she hasn't drunk alcohol for like a whole month and she's like well oh, i actually feel really good yeah doing that so uh yeah i think she's she's you know she's gonna maybe carry on maybe doing, doing that doing too that, yeah. yeah and i'm not so. getting the cravings for mcd's or kfc i thought i would <laughs> i'm just but I think it's there i see them i'm like nah but do you think like the first week or two or the third week where you because that's what i found i found the, f- the first week you're absolutely easy, fine you know yeah, and yeah. kind of just sailing through and you almost like think to yourself oh it's not hard at all yes and then it's normally for me, it's the second or third week that things start going. It's like, oh, honeymoon period's really over. A <laughs> little bit of chocolate. Yeah, yeah. chocolate. Some chocolate some sitting sugar next to right me. Here. Especially on a Friday. Yeah. I yeah. a bit of chocolate. My, my <laughs> wife is uh, like vicious. She leaves an open pack of M&M's <laughs> or like M&M peanuts like open like on the counter or in the fridge. And I open the fridge door and I'm like, Whoo. Get a like, fright. Like, yeah, I, I just walk away. I just like, nah, got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, there you go. That's good. I think it's good you doing the, the gym in the morning well, and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Well, we all are. So it's good on yeah. all of us. So anyway, anyone listening to this wants to do seventy five hard? Go talk to John. He's the expert. He's done it twice. Um, Not the so expert so now. Like you guys are, <laughs> much more the experts than what I am. And this time around, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. You, you just pee a lot and lose weight. It's great. Yeah. There awesome. you go. <laughs> any any other final thoughts? I think that's it. At least, like, we didn't have any mechanicals. We don't this, know yet. Uh, we got to check that it did it's record. It's still recording. Still yeah. recording. There's a little right, red button. Good. That's the weird thing is, I'm pretty sure I saw the red button the last time. Oh, here we go. But there we go. <laughs> Thank you, that's Kyle. Right. Thanks for being on. Thanks for any last you. words from you. Nap, train hard. Don't wash your own roof. Get a professional yeah, person to do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't train get hard. wet and forget in your tanks. It's <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, cool. Thanks, people. See ya.